Um, okay, I have a few ideas for our cold open here, JP. Okay. Do you want to ta- talk about my new shorts? Or do you want to talk about I- how my daughter scratched a piece of my face off? Yes, and also yes. You see? Yeah, I, I just I thought that was maybe an Italian birthmark or something. She maimed me. I have a birthmark right there. She scratched it off oh, of wow. my face, JP. Or maybe she leveled you up. She swiped at me. She, she she evolved you like a Pokemon. Explain that. Do you, you have to scratch certain Pokemon to to evolve them? I'm not a Pokemon guy. I, 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 I mean, they got a they've got a they've got a fight and they level up and oh. and a move a move that they can use is scratch. So I feel like it's an accurate thing. I'm just saying well, you I were lost. you were you were a Nate and now you're some sort of. Nate she would have leveled up. She won. 2.0? I don't know. I don't know. We got to figure out. Yeah, but you still evolved. I'm just telling you. Uh, Nate Toys. Right? Nate Toys. Yeah. Nate yeah, Toys. Nate Toys. The final Blastoise, right? Mm-hmm. That's a Pokemon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is, in fact, a Pokemon. I like okay, your well, Dr. Don Hatton, by the way. I have art. I had I not seen art. that before. Hey, you're taking, you're taking a page out of the uh, the family dinner book. You're like... My friends make art. I put art behind me. We should. Uh, we'll we'll do the we'll do the theme music right here, and then uh, we should we should talk about how I'm not usually how I'm not how I'm not where I'm, I usually am. I'm not in my garage. I'm not in my shed. But you you go for it. You're the you take it away. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about our guests with that. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Friendsman. I am one of your hosts, JP. I am here today with my best friend and the best host in the game, Nate. Nate, how you doing? I'm doing good, JP. My face was bleeding today, as we already discussed. I was going to ask you... I was going to ask you about it because I I was asking how you're doing, but really what I mean is, Nate, what happened? Nate, what happened? We were playing The Floor is Lava. Okay, uh, you and your wife. And my daughter. <laughs> me and my wife. <laughs> we were playing The Floor is Lava. Uh, me and my daughter, JP, please. Let's be serious about this okay. story. Uh, she jumped okay. off of a pillow towards me, and her sharp little nails, her sharp little baby nails, took my birthmark straight off my face. Okay, so when we were talking about this before, I was trying to compare it to Pokemon. You've evolved. Your birthmark has now turned into something bigger and more powerful. Actually, I think we're talking about Super Smash Bros. <laughs> she, she she swiped me she off the platform. She left in the air and <laughs> swiped you. Yeah, and you, you and your birthmark flew off of the platform. It was like Donkey Kong versus one of the littler guys. Oh, my God. Oh, she got you good, dude. You feeling Okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. It 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 bled a lot though cuz it was like a birthmark and it's I don't know what's going to happen to it. So, who knows? I'm fine. It doesn't matter. Um No, if it doesn't grow back the way that it was, are you going to feel different? Are you going to feel like a different person? Like I'm changing. I'm different. Part of me is missing. Uh I feel hollow. You know, that, um, that's what they say. That's what they say about parenthood. It changes you and it makes you feel hollow. They they take something from you. <laughs> your birthmark yeah specifically they take your birthmark 
introduce oh our goodness. guest, Ladies JP. And gentlemen, who's that? We have a guest talk. with us tonight. I'm very excited. Um, he is probably everyone's favorite person on Twitter. He's certainly your favorite person you watch eat on Twitter, and you get to have a hand in that. What is Rod going to eat? Ladies and gentlemen, we've got the one, the only, Rodney Berry. Rod, how are you hey, doing? Oh, oh, wow. From the show, even. From the show. How you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, in the, it's in the Friends show. It hasn't I'm happened yet. Good. We're, two and a, we're, we're a season and a half in, but uh, it hasn't happened yet. But yes. It's so disappointing. It is. <laughs> so he hasn't said it Rod. yet, Rod. He hasn't. Well, I can't mm-hmm. believe he hasn't said it yet. No, he hasn't said it yet. It's a huge problem. We're waiting for Joey to say, how you doing? I'm, I'm starting to think maybe we made this up like the Berenstein Bears or Nelson Mandela existing. That's like, I don't know a lot about friends, but I know how you doing. I've seen gifts of him saying, how you doing, JP? It's real. I swear. It's got to be. Well, the gifts, the gifts don't lie. The gifts don't lie. <laughs> Rod, thank you for coming on the show. Rod, I, I, for, for those, I mean, we'll get into it. Rod is a, I, I would say, a friend of Nate and I both. And Rod had the um, honor of being, I was thinking about this today, boys, uh, I started pretending that Rod was my best friend on Twitter and he oh, would fun. respond in <laughs> funny ways. And then Nate started pretending that he was my best friend on Twitter. And, and so Nate and I ended up doing a podcast. So I can only assume Rod and I are going to make a movie at some point. Oh, wow. that would be nice. I would mm-hmm. like to make a movie. <laughs> me and me and Rod have also had previous interactions on Twitter. I'm not sure if he's aware. I was Mr. Toomgus, Rod. Oh, you were oh, Toomgus? <laughs> I was Mr. Toomgus. <laughs> Oh God, I hated that account so much. <laughs> Tungus was great. I loved I don't know it. Why you wanted to punish the world? <laughs> Tungus is a, terrible. Tungus is a terrible, Tum- terrible. Mister Tungus, he's back. I reported that fucking account. That guy <laughs> yeah, was horrible. Oh, he was wow. horrible. AMPM <laughs> came in the middle of the night and they slit Mister Tungus's throat, and oh. hot dogs came out. Yeah, you hate to see it. Tungus is oh, great. Oh God, hot dogs and and not. <laughs> And and what icy? What, is, what do they serve cheese. there? That's not a Slurpee. Nacho. Yeah, oh God! Hot dogs and nacho cheese is definitely terrible. Icy. Icy. Yeah. Icy. Mm. Oh, there might be like um, a third thing. Rod. Rod. Where? <laughs> snow caps. Thing. Going with snow caps. I'm going with snow caps. I'm sorry. I I, Rod, I ruined where are you everything. Us from tonight. Uh, from my no. living room in Glendale, what? California. Yeah. Beautiful Glendale. <laughs> Glendale, California. The sunshine God, tell state. Me about Glendale. Tell oh, me about Glendale. Glendale. It's, uh, it's basically the best city in the world. Uh, there's the Americana, which is just a, a fancy outside mall. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I I have, I have, I've heard good things about the Americana. I, I, I joined your Thanksgiving stream in which you and Bud were walking around the Americana, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did do that on my, my 12 hour Thanksgiving stream. You guys hit up the fountain, you hit up Barnes and Noble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just walked outside. I think yeah. everything, not only because it was Thanksgiving, but because it was uh, basically right before the height of quarantine. <laughs> In yeah, LA. That must That's be like nice. About a week before everything really started to just absolutely go to shit in LA. Yeah, and like maybe oh two weeks before I personally now, got right? COVID. <laughs> well, that's right, you got COVID, Rod. I totally forgot you got COVID, Rod. Oh my god, you're, you're stronger yeah. than all of us. I did get COVID, but yeah, mine wasn't bad. It. Other people got it, got it kind of bad okay. at my work, but I, I did fine. 
I streamed a now, lot. Are you vaxxed? I am vaxxed. Right. Can, I, can, I, can I ask which which vax are you representing? What you what you bring into this house? I got I got a Pfizer. Yeah, I got yes, my yes Pfizer fam. You guys are both Pfizer. Pfizer? We're both <laughs> Pfizer boys, baby. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it made me run from this thing. It is the dumbest thing in the world, and I will continue <laughs> for the rest of my life to pretend like I care so much that I got <laughs> Pfizer and that's somehow the good one. I heard yeah, that Pfizer's the, the good one. one makes you hairier it makes you grow more hair all over oh, the place i heard i heard that johnson and johnson one makes you fart out of your butt oh gross dude Ugh. yeah it's disgusting it's nasty, i don't hear that dude. kind of stuff rod you also have a podcast right i do i like uh, your podcast the american arts and culture review podcast yeah <laughs> i really like the dark night episode uh, thank you. Brad, I'd like I'd like you to as briefly as possible explain what the American Arts and Review podcast is about. Uh, are you guys familiar American with NPR? Arts and Culture Review. Are you guys familiar with NPR? Very. Yes. No, Never it's heard like of it. it's like a podcast version of NPR basically. Uh, okay. You know, we talk That's that's a good way to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I usually just tell people it's a podcast about poo-poo and pee-pee. There you uh, go. <laughs> I think that's maybe it the best is. way to understand it. Nobody's done that yet. It's fresh. Who do you do that podcast with? Uh, Whitmer Thomas and Clay Tatum. Shouts out. How do you know these gentlemen? Uh, when I first moved to LA, uh, mm-hmm. they're basically my first friends that I made. Aww. <laughs> yeah, and then we moved, uh, we moved in together. Okay, I See, I was going to try to get into the friendship stuff because we are a show that's about the friend show, but we're also a show that's about talking about friends. Oh. Oh, show. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, so wait, so you, so you, how did you meet them? So my friend who like asked me to move to LA, he worked with Whitmer, and uh, I don't. know, We just started hanging out. the The thing that we would do mostly when we first started hanging out is we would drive like an hour to go to Chick Fil A. Wow! So we lived on the west side of LA, <laughs> and this was like in two thousand. Oh, so you just drove five miles east. Yeah. This was like 2008. <laughs> Burn, L.A. Burn. No, it was south. So we would... <laughs> oh, that's even worse, dude. Yeah, yeah. So we'd you have to drive... Like three freeways. We'd have to drive from, uh, from like Venice to South Bay. Oh. <laughs> and Because wow. uh, it was the only Chick-fil-A in the area for... I I don't know. It's like a few few years, basically. So, like the main thing we would do, I, because Whitmer and Clay are from the South, they he would Whit especially would crave Chick Fil A. They'd want that Chick Fil A. We, we yeah. would drive like an hour and hang out at a, like a crappy little mall, <laughs> and that was like our friendship for maybe the first like three years. That's amazing. Before we okay. decided and to, what would you do at the mall? Because. I, I'm imagining you guys were skating at the mall and like the security guards were like, Hey, you punk kids dancing like Jay and silent Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never really skated. So I, <laughs> so I would maybe just be sitting around watching them skate, but honestly we would go to the mall, get Chick-fil-A and then like maybe walk around and buy pants. Pants. Yeah, we'd go by. I, one time, I remember we bought pants for Buddy. Okay. Because uh, when Buddy first moved to LA, mm-hmm. he was. Do you guys remember like 
at like 2008, 2009 hardcore. And they would own like guys, like <laughs> the big guys in that would only wear, uh, like basketball shorts. Okay. Buddy yes. only had yep. basketball shorts when he moved to LA. So we bought Buddy a <laughs> pair of jeans. <laughs> That's amazing. Your boy we, moves out to LA. You got to take him out, give him a nice pair of jeans. <laughs> got to treat him to some jeans, baby. Yeah, because he LA. only you has. Gotta, you got to wear jeans sometimes. Come on, bud. Bud, look around you, man. This is like a fashion capital of the world. Get some jeans. You're going to need some 501s at least. Yep. Or, so or had, maybe 505s if you're feeling nasty. <laughs> So we had to take him to a mall and buy him some jeans because we were like, buddy, man, you got to. <laughs> that rocks. You can't and only wear the basketball shorts. You got to get one pair. How many jeans does Bud own today? Oh, I don't know. He might own a lot. We're going to have to have him on. We're going to have to have Bud on. Bud, Bud, come on the podcast. Tell us about your jeans. He definitely doesn't have as many pairs of basketball shorts now. You know, in some ways, that's a win. And in some ways, that's a tragedy. Yeah. I mean, JP, I bought new shorts. I love them. Oh, yeah, Nate, you want to talk about these shorts? Do you have them on right now? Do you want to stand up and show us your crotch? Wearing them right now. Okay, for the, for the <laughs> listeners, he's standing up. He's fit AF, and he, he lifted up his tank top, and it looked like the, there was another tank top underneath. Was it's, it it's the exact Adidas? same material as my tank top. No, they're the chubby shorts, the ones with the, uh, the oh, liner God. inside. Like the, oh. They have like athletic shorts inside of them. I'm sorry. Are you wearing pull-ups? Is that what you're telling us? Okay, yeah, pull-ups. Like babies? Yeah, like, <laughs> like for babies when they have to... I'm a big kid now. And I'm like, not a baby, got, JP. I'm a man. You, you got a liner. You got a liner in there. It's sewn into the pants like a bathing suit. Yeah. But like if you, like if you, but if you, need, if you needed to boom, you would have that extra layer of protection. I don't boom in my pants, JP. I'm a grown I, man. Professional wrestlers do it. Why won't you? <laughs> I only go no shame. when we're There's recording. No shame in boom. You know that. <laughs> Nate, before we move on, I gotta ask, where are you recording from? Because this is not the murder shed, and I am not worried about our guest tonight like I usually am. Rod, I usually record in my shed. I soundproofed oh. it, but I live in Las Vegas now and it's 99 degrees all the time, so it's way too hot. I moved into the garage, the garage got too hot. So now I am in my son's future bedroom. I have kicked him out. He doesn't get a bedroom anymore. Good idea. Wow, poor JP Jr. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do, JP. <laughs> <I don't know> <laughs> Wait, you named your gonna... son JP Jr.? Yeah. He did. Yes. 100% he did. <laughs> <laughs> JP, take he your loves headphones off. Me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, I'm just going to walk around over here. <laughs> My son's name is Luke. Oh, that's a nice, that's a nice name. Strong name. Strong name. Cowboy name. It's looking for a cowboy name. Who has hey, I'm yeah. back. Cowboy name? Oh, like JP Jr. Like I JP Jr. Yeah, because <laughs> I live in Texas. And you were like, I want him to have a good Texan name. No, but uh, in the event that we do leave Texas, the very last stop that I'm making is to get myself black cowboy boots, which I have earned. Yeah. Uh, a a, a big-ass belt buckle, which I'm going to get something that's not Texas-y. <laughs> um, or, or overtly Texas-y. I haven't decided. I want to go like one extreme or the other and I'm going to get myself a hat. Now, will it be a white hat, a black hat? I haven't decided yet. Let's just see what happens with this opioid epidemic. <laughs> oh, right, you're like, are you asking, are you the good, but the good guy or the bad guy? Yeah. That's what he's saying. 
guess we'll see. If I leave here with fat stacks of cash, black hat all the way, baby. Wow. <laughs> I think I think I think you could pull either off, honestly. Like you would look really good in a white, like a white straw, crisp, you know, like fancy one, or or just like a, a jet black one. I think you could pull both of them off. Just you style. Know, I, 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 I I really thought it was a joke. I will just say I, I, I have been in court with people here in Texas and the attorneys absolutely have dress boots and dress buckles and dress hats. That rocks, I'm not man. kidding. I'm oh not kidding. God. That's so cool. It's a whole thing. I'm like, oh, I can wear a duster then. And they like gave me this, this like <laughs> sideways look. And I'm like, you don't understand the power of the duster guys. <laughs> Going to court with spurs on. Bolo ties. <laughs> <laughs> bolo, bolo ties are nice. Yes, there are there are a lot of bolo ties. But oh that's my a more god! Casual dress up. That's like that's, that's awesome. like you're on the Zoom call, but you're still in Texas. <laughs> that's rad as hell. Oh man. man! Wow. So so, Rod, what brought you what what brought you out to Greendale, California? What brought you out to <laughs> Holly Weird? Holly Weird, as I like to say. No, uh, honestly, my friend just was like, "Hey." uh my roommate is moving out and do you want to move down? And I was like, yeah, let's, I'll, I'll try that out. And I've been out here for like 12 years now. That By down, awesome. I assume you mean you came from NorCal? Uh, <laughs> the central coast. It's, oh, okay. it's not quite NorCal. Like nobody in NorCal would call it. Sure. Like they'd call so it just, Southern California. People from LA would call it Northern California. Okay. So it's just so, like Sacramento type of thing. No, uh, central coast. It's Santa Maria is where I'm from. Yeah. That sounds really nice. Yeah, it's, it is nice. It's like Santa Barbara County. So, it, also, I apologize. You don't go to Greendale. You live in Glendale. I apologize. <laughs> I live in Glendale, but yeah, I've been watching Greendale, a lot of community. the school from Community. I mm-hmm. think he, what's his name? He went to community. He went to community college in Glendale, and he wrote it about that kind of experience, kind of. Oh, that's really? interesting. I yeah. didn't know that. I think I've read that somewhere. JP, and I, I also went to Glendale you. Community College. <laughs> oh, con- uh, nice. JP, I don't want to scare you. There is there appears to be some sort of beast behind you. <laughs> oh my god. That's Bernard. That's your cat? He's a, he's a good boy. Bernard, that's Bernard okay. likes to be around me. Wait, I just wanted to make yeah, sure it wasn't. I, 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 a I can't line say that's that's my cat. We have I, as I've, I we have Gunter and then we have the too many cats. Oh, uh, you don't profess so ownership just one over of, the cats. Well, no, I mean, I own the too many cats. Claire owns the too many cats. We, we, it's not like we have one cat. And absolutely just like I, running a wildlife refuge here. <laughs> I think you can't own a cat like you can own a dog, though. The cat is sense. free. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. Watch this. Hey, Bernard, you're fucking fluffy, you idiot. <laughs> owned him. Oh, you got him. Damn. I owned his ass. Okay, so Rod, you're from California. You moved down there, and what are you doing now in LA? You're doing your podcast. Oh, I, uh, I mean, I made, I mostly make money delivering groceries. Uh, that's my job. Nice. I work at a grocery store that specifically delivers groceries. That's cool. Yeah, that's okay. I drove I, there for a while when I was in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Uh, it, and I know you've been, I mean, well, first of all, actually, and I think, I think people were saying this to you on the front end, but also thank you. You throughout this entire pandemic, you have always very gleefully posted pictures of yourself in your mask or videos. Like you're out delivering and just kind of. That is important. Having, having, having like a, a very joyful and not, not just like weighing in on all the everybody being depressed over nothing. 
Um, no, but you like you like you have absolutely like throughout the, the at least from what I've seen, just been out there like, yeah, hey, I'm making a delivery and I saw this cool ass cat. <laughs> yeah, that is typically what I would do. Uh I don't think I talk very much about it. I mean, I guess I talked about it on the podcast for a while because it was like very relevant when it first when the pandemic first started. Right. And there was a while when grocery store workers were heroes. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that. You're still a hero, Rod. Yeah, no, honestly, absolutely. So no, no, no fucking way. I st- I'm still the only person who thanks everyone for being at the grocery store, allowing me to buy my fucking, like, shitty box wine and chicken wings. Thank you. Pop-Tarts. Thank you very much. Pop-Tarts yeah. are good. Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts. Mm-hmm. So, as, okay, so you're, you're, you're filling your time... You're you're working you're working this job and tell me about streaming though because you you have you you seem to be a prolific streamer. Oh, I just stream. Yeah, I stream a lot. I especially like. I feel like there was like a time when I w- I wasn't this year, but when I got honestly when I got COVID, <laughs> I like had nothing better to do. Like the the ten days that I had to like stay quarantine after I tested positive. I truly, I, I don't know. I would have like lost my mind if I couldn't, have, if I wasn't streaming. That rocks. <laughs> and then since then, it's just like, uh, why not just do it all the time? I, I, I'm, 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 I'm dipping my toe into it myself. And it's just like, I started with doing a cooking stream and now I'm like, well, like we can do a capture card. And like, if I'm going to sit around on a Saturday playing monster hunter rise anyway why not just fucking stream that shit and maybe yeah. people will jump in or, or 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 not but like who cares it's fun to interact with people yeah like i i want to play video games uh i enjoy it and if people want to hang out with me while i do it that's awesome i like your lotto's your lotto streams too those are <laughs> incredibly oh, that's right. you're doing the scratchers you're <laughs> oh, doing yeah. the scratchers yeah, the scratch off streams. That was like uh, I wanted to do it for my birthday. I wanted to buy a hundred dollars of scratchers and see how that went. <laughs> how did it go? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm still doing it. You're set for life, right? Are you only like like reinvesting whatever you 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 get out of it? I mean, I put a little bit more in, but it's I I don't want to do like another like hundred dollars unless I <laughs> unless it's for my birthday again. So like I'm like. I think now I'm down to like maybe twenty five, thirty dollars, and if it goes up, I I'll do that. But nice, <laughs> you're gonna so hit like it, it could it could run out, or you could be Scrooge McDucking this shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Who can say? And I think I've decided that I can do like thirty dollars a month on Scratchers if I lose completely. Nice. I could do like one buy of thirty dollars. That's fun. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm 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 from a I'm from a town where. Scratchers are one of the many, this is the way that I'm going to get out of this place, uh, uh, like, like schemes. So it's not, I mean, people who really are just like, no, I work construction all day. And then at the end of the day, I go to the 7-Eleven and I buy $40 worth of Scratchers and two tall boys of, of I don't know, Natty Ice. And, and that's like the, the town I'm from. Rod, is this is this your way to get out of LA? <laughs> <laughs> no, it just is a it's just like a fun, stupid thing to do. It's uh, <laughs> and people seem to really enjoy it. Like Rod, sometimes, I think me and, 
JP are going to try to stream something on Twitch. We're going to, I think we're going to try to stream the friends reunion, do a watch along and maybe a little show beforehand. Oh, that's fun. Are you aware of the friends reunion? They're doing it this month. And I found out about that today. Yep. On HBO Max. On HBO Max. Now, Nate, do you think this is them kind of a little bit of a fishing expedition to see if people would be interested in a reboot? Because we're getting reboots of shows that aren't even as old as friends. Um, uh, Will and Grace. Um, Last Man Standing, which is that fantastic show with uh, (laughs) Tim the Toolman Taylor. Um, I'm trying to think. There are other ones that they're rebooting, but... Anyway, Gilmore Gilmore Girls came back. Gilmore Girls came back for for a I don't... These people, friends people, they're too rich. Yeah, they're they're not coming back for a reboot. I bet it was really hard to get them to do this. And it is a... It is a one and done shot. I can already tell because they have cameo uh, appearances from Justin Bieber and BTS. Oh, BTS. They really got BTS. Jesus fucking Christ. Now I want to make a prediction, JP, publicly on this podcast. Yes, we have to watch it because BTS (laughs) is going to be in it. I want to make a prediction. They are going to go back to the apartment to like, see it and knock on the door. And BTS is going to be living in the apartment. <laughs> I guarantee I, it. I hope so. And they're all going to talk about how like it's so important to have friendship. Oh my god! I hope that happens. It's going to be now so. Now I bad. can't wait. Now I can't wait, Nate. This is a bold prediction. Everyone, put this down in your book. I'm assuming when you listen to our podcast, you have a notebook that you're taking notes in. Put this down. It's on wax. Mark the date. Nate is telling us that's what's going to happen. Guarantee it. Yes lives in the apartment <laughs> wow so are they is the reunion are they in character or are they just like doing the interviews That's no this is wondering. a this is a friends episode it is called the one where they get back together <laughs> vom fucking vom they showed a they showed a teaser trailer today oh my god all of them walking with their backs to the camera clearly not them it's not them i guarantee it's not them and then it was said, it Snaro? Did they get Snaro for it? They got Snaro. Uh, <sighs> Rod, Sorry, Ron. Uh, the Snaro episode before is... the episode before the one you watched, uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston is dating a man whose name is Russ, and it's just it's just uh, 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 Ross and prosthetics with a prosthetic nose and chin, and <laughs> and he's just like Ross, but he's Russ. And then they credit him at the end of the episode as Russ, played by Snaro. It's like it's a weird joke. Yep. We learned it. We learned, we both learned this from friend of the show, Uncle President Island Franklin. Franklin told um, us about it. Franklin told us about it. So we thought he was going to be a killer in the Friends trivia episode. And I will tell you, he was not. He was not good to me. Oh, wow. Franklin, come back on the show. Redeem yourself, man. I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know all that much about Friends. I've, we should talk about what you know about Friends, Rod. I've maybe yeah. watched 10 episodes total of Friends. Okay. Okay, so, so Rod, you don't have to reveal, but maybe you can give broad spectrum. How old are you? Uh, I'm uh, 34. Oh, good I'll just man. say it's fine. Good I can man. say how old I am. Yeah, you're in the bracket with us. Yeah. Yep. I'm 33. So, so this, was, this was airing then. I mean, you were certainly alive and cognizant while this was airing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just never really, I never got into it. Were you a Seinfeld guy, Rod? I mean, I did. I do remember liking Seinfeld as a kid. I knew it. But. <laughs> <Nate>. <laughs> <laughs> F- 
fucking called it. I'm trying to think. When's like prime friends? Like if you were going to get okay, so, into friends as a kid. I, I mean, so 2004, so 2003, probably, right? Fuck off. Before we're in that, 1996 right? with this second season. We're in 1996. When does it I end? Would say, I would the show ends in about 2000, I want to say two, two or three. Yeah. Okay. That makes um, sense. But, but, but I think the prime episodes, I think we're, we're building up to it. I think season four about is where you're. Yeah. Late nineties. Friends going to be. We're talking 98, 99, somewhere in there. Yeah. Late nineties. I was, the things that I was mostly into was probably like wrestling and then, uh, cartoons. Those were probably like the two things, maybe like anime. So so were you a WCW or a WWF guy Um, in the late nineties? In the late '90s, probably more of a, a WWF. After after the whole NWO thing, they did their run. WCW got pretty whack. <laughs> All right, but hey, Wolfpack, baby, Wolfpack. But, yeah, the NWO Wolfpack was definitely my shit. I, yeah, man. I remember like uh, the wrestler Conan. I remember I loved Conan, and I I don't remember ever watching him doing a like wrestle a match. But I like remember like he was like my guy. <laughs> Who are your guys, Rod? It was, it was a, oh nice, nice. Got a mare in it. Yeah. Uh so yeah, so Conan, I mean Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Those are like I mean the wolf that's like the wolf pack, and those are really... I, I, think, I think I think I I think I mostly loved Sting and I mostly loved Sting because he looked like the crow. And I was like, <laughs> that's a that's a good and then when he joined the Wolfpack, he went red and black instead of white and black. And it was yeah. like, oh, this is I remember intense. that. Also a sick look. <laughs> it was a sick look. It was. I, did it make any sense? No. <laughs> Do I really understand yeah. what his backstory is? Absolutely not. But he well, looked like the crow. He's a surfer from Venice who uh, eventually did become the crow. <laughs> that tracks. There you go. tracks. <laughs> Oh man, I'm just I'm having wonderful flashbacks. Our producer Chris White will listen to this when he's doing uh, some 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 touch up, and he's going to be so upset he missed this conversation. I, I was like in college Hogan. at the time, and I, I I didn't know anything really about wrestling. I I grew up on wrestling in the '80s, uh-huh. and then I got to college. I hadn't watched wrestling in years, and Chris White was this huge wrestling guy. He did. He later was like he does now. He's more into, or he was more into MMA, but he would do like podcasts about this shit. He was on all the forums, and so. Uh, for, for Wednesdays and Fridays, I think it was cause Wednesdays is Wednesday raw and Friday. I, I don't even remember. Anymore. Monday is raw and Monday's raw. I don't know what, uh, I remember SmackDown being on Thursdays as a kid and then it, I, it's that, like, like moved, but it was, yeah, but like we, so in, in college, I just met this dude for the first time. We're still best friends all these years later, but like I learned all about wrestling going into his room and like, we would just sit there and drink beers and watch wrestling on a weeknight. And I fell in love with uh, Lita and the, oh God, they did the fucking Centon bomb. What are they called? Oh, the Hardy Boys? The Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys. I fucking, I love the aerial. Oh my shit. God. Lita so and the much. Hardy Boys. Oh, and Lita's, Lita was so hot. Oh Just yeah, what a babe. absolutely. Absolutely. What an absolute babe. Hey, they're still doing that in WWE <laughs> with, uh, oh my God, Claire and I have separate crushes, but mine's Sasha Banks and I cannot remember her, who her is. <laughs> I mean, Sasha is great. And she was in uh, Mandalorian. <laughs> Although RIP her character. Oh, really? spoilers. I, spoilers. Our producer, Chris, is Chris Jericho. That's who JP's talking about. Oh, <laughs> wow. He's like a QAnon guy now, right? Oh, my God. So. Chris White's going to be so offended by that. <laughs> he talks about it a lot. <laughs> yeah. We're like, yeah, okay. 
Right. Yeah, I just like to hear both sides. <laughs> Edit the episode, please. It's good people on both sides, guys. <laughs> So, so Rod, you, so you didn't get into it when you were younger, did, and you you never kind of came back or picked up or, or no, or not watched really. Much I, You're gonna be lost during the reunion, man. I I mean, I'll, I'll I've watched a few episodes um, just since you guys told me I had to watch one. Okay, <laughs> That's I fair. thought I might as well check out a couple because it's they go down real easy. There, it's honestly super easy to watch, and it's yep. like all, everyone in it is so charming. It's like clear that these are all stars. They really are. I, 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 I have some complaints about this particular episode, but it's oh, the yeah. writing, not the actors. Um, uh-huh. No, and so were you kind of familiar with what the characters were like? I mean, the show was so in the zeitgeist that I feel like even like yeah. the, way I, the way we like to talk about it, I think we've said it on this show too, is like, I, I don't think I'd ever seen Citizen Kane, but I could have told you what the movie was about because I watched a lot of Tiny Toons. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how I feel about Friends. Like, like I feel like it's been spoofed enough, or like it's out there enough that people get it. Well, it's also like all of the people are so famous, and they're so famous from Friends that they're when they're in something else, they're kind of doing a version of their Friends character. Sure, they brought so you know? much of themselves to the Friends role that it's hard to like not yeah. see that when they're doing something else. Absolutely, or. Or I would say, or they're doing the Bob Saget in half-baked thing where they're trying to go so against what sure. you expect out of them, but that just calls back to what you expect out of them. Yeah. So I was thinking of Jennifer Aniston in uh, Horrible Bosses where it's like, oh, I'm going to be sexy and mean and nice. that's going to be my character. And it's like, yeah, but you're only doing that because you want to like shake off Rachel. <laughs> it's not in possible. Work. You are Rachel forever. You are. Rachel you forever. are. Um. um Go ahead, buddy. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Hey, you're the one that's injured. That's so polite. We love each other. I forgot what I was going to say, JP. I did too. Anyway, thanks for listening to Friends when this has been great. (laughs) That's it. All right. So, so Rod, I I just want to ask, first of all, do you know, do you remember the name of this episode? No. Nate, do you want to jump in? Uh, It's the one. With the lesbian wedding. Right. It is. Rod, did you have any framework for understanding kind of what was going on in this episode? Uh, No, not really. Which which one do you think is Ross's ex-wife? Valid question. Valid question. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I think they reveal it uh, through through the heartfelt conversation. But yeah, they. I mean, it's very clear which one it is, but I don't remember which which one is which. <laughs> and also, I'll say this, JP. Every single week in my notes, I mix up Susan and Carol. I think that I, I, I call I, Susan I and Carol. Just, I do it on the I was, show. I was just going to say the same thing to make Rod feel better, buddy. <laughs> I sit there and I'm like, okay. One of them is Susan. I can't remember Carol, the other one's name. It's his wife. No. Susan is yes, his Carol's wife. his ex. Carol's his ex. Susan yeah. is her new wife. Carol, the blonde woman, is his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. We're and totally going to remember this in the future. Susan yeah. is the woman she met at the gym. Okay. I wasn't clear that they got married. I, I thought maybe she she left him at the altar. But that was that's married, a different. No, they're worst. they're married, and the baby that came down the aisle in the very cute wheelchair, <laughs> because it was a wheelchair, guys. It was a wheelchair, and they taped <laughs> Ivy to the I wheels. Didn't see that? <laughs> I didn't see that? <laughs> that is their shared son, Ben. 
Um, uh, she got pregnant right as she was realizing that she actually was gay. And um, so as their marriage is ending, she's also pregnant. It's a big storyline in season one. The first right. episode is Ross coming in and saying that his wife is getting a divorce because she's in love with a woman. And, and by the way, Rod, in case you were worried, hilarity ensues. It's so funny. Because <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, someone uh, being gay. Oh, boy. Let's play that for JP, laughs. What you, what you said before really crystallized it. And I was thinking of the exact same thing when I was watching the show is that like when I'm growing up watching this, I don't judge the characters for like making lesbian jokes because I assume that they're progressive enough as the characters. But now when I'm thinking about the writers writing those jokes and we know how bad the writers were, there was lots of stories about that. Uh, famously racist, misogynistic uh, writer's room. Very oh. male dominated. One of the first Me Too suits, as it's called. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very hard to think about them writing all these jokes. You know what I mean? And, and like the, the juxtaposition between like how okay it seems when you're just thinking about the characters, and then when you bring the fact that those writers are so terrible into it, it's, it's so wild, man. Nate, I, I, this episode especially, I, I, as we get into it, I think that that's a big theme in this episode was on the one hand, they're trying to do progressive things. Right. And then the other, on the other hand, they're, trying, they're doing that from a white male perspective. Right. And I, like, I don't want to harp on that too much. And I actually, like, I had some moments in this episode that I, I thought that was a really well-executed scene. Those sure. characters interacted the way that human beings do. It made me feel things. And then I had the entire Phoebe storyline, which we'll get into. <laughs> <laughs> You're so lucky, Rod. Phoebe's possessed by a ghost in this episode. Yeah. yeah Phoebe is normally the best character in the show. Phoebe will not be my fr- best friend of the episode. I'm going to tell you that right now. Oh, wow. Th- All right, so let me, let, me, let me just give the, the IMDB, like the short version of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I also, I don't agree with this plot synopsis at all. Oh, boy. Um, Rachel's free-spirited mother visits and reveals that she wants to end her marriage and experiment sexually. That's not really what happened. Meanwhile, Carol and Susan prepare for their wedding with some help from an uncomfortable Ross. That is what happened. I'd also point out that there's a Monica storyline where Monica is going to cater their wedding from her tiny, tiny, tiny Manhattan apartment. You want to dig into the cooking storyline, right, JP? I, yeah. You know, and, and, and the other thing they're not mentioning here is it, it, there's, there are some things going on with some of the other friends. There's, 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 it, uh, okay. Phoebe is having so, a psychological break or is okay, possessed by a ghost. Let's, let's start with the Phoebe one. I, 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 I invoked it. I want to, I want to start. So Phoebe uh, had an 88 year old woman die on her massage table. Um, and this and, funny. And, it is funny. And, and, the way, and she's like, she, like, I like, she's like, that woman woke up and she had breakfast and she went for a walk. And then she was like, I'm going to go and get a massage. And then that's it. Phoebe dealing with death is so funny. It was, like, it was, and, yeah. and she's for the one who's supposed to have the oldest soul of all the characters. She's a little bit of a naive baby on this whole thing. Yeah. So, so Phoebe's, so Phoebe's story is that this, this older woman who we can assume based on her stereotypes, was a Jewish woman? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think so. so. <laughs> I think that's what they were so. going for? Yep. Um, that, that this woman uh, uh, died on the table, and then Phoebe says that her spirit didn't leave the room, but in, in, instead passed into Phoebe. So why don't we start with this one? Rod, what were your thoughts? Do you think that this is how reincarnation works, and why isn't there a God? 
I mean, I don't, it's not, it's not reincarnation. It's just like, uh, it's like a weird, like light haunting, which I think right. does, it does make sense. Right. It's a light haunting. That's she's yeah. with her. She's with so her. So Phoebe it's, it's, is very spiritual and she's very, she's spiritually inclined. And if somebody did it. die around her, especially someone she was giving a massage to, it, it is likely to be that, uh, <laughs> their spirit could get trapped into Phoebe uh, until they vessel. Yeah. Until they finish the business mm-hmm. of, of course, <laughs> seeing a lesbian wedding. <laughs> so I, will say, I will say, I will say when, when okay, and, and we'll talk about the husband in a second, but when the husband said she wanted to see everything and I immediately saw the, the, the line to oh, that moment going to happen. And it was still, and it was still great. It was still great. It was still, I've seen everything. Like I, Okay, so she's possessed. She's annoying, especially Chandler, with her, her, her constantly breaking into the old eighty-eight-year-old Jewish woman voice. I noticed that like Joey was dealing with her the most. It seemed like he had been like assigned to like deal with Phoebe when she turns into an old woman. It's, 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 it's harmless, except that it's not. I, I, yeah. I, I just like it was. It was a bad representation. Lisa Slightly Kudrow did weird. a great job did a great job yeah. she really did and just as always she owned what she was doing what she was given and she like made it big i will say when the now widower of the mr. woman who edelman. died on the table mr edelman shows up at the boss shop, <laughs> i have to say that it was one of the funniest moments in the line it's i'm so sorry in, 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 in the whole episode when he says uh she wants to see everything oh and she said she wanted to sleep with me one last time and like yeah you dirty old horn dog. And then he looks at Joey. <laughs> he looks at Joey like, hey, can you blame me? I had yeah, to try. Pretty right? good try, right? <laughs> it, um, it surprisingly didn't creep me out because I feel like as an old man, he's, an old he's never, he's he never going to know any better anyway. So yeah, yeah. go for it, buddy. Yeah. It's, you I might mean, it's die a, right it's there. A good attempt. I liked oh. his line too. You, you interrupted my very busy day of sitting. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy, I can't wait that to be guy, a funny old man. That guy nailed it. I, I don't even know his work, except that he's a familiar face. And I think he he may have been like a 1940s and 50s actor who just stayed Probably. around, um, which we'll get into when we get to Rachel's mom. Um, he's got a studio contract with Warner Brothers. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> he's like, oh, God damn it. This line was better when Mank wrote it. His name is Phil Leeds. And he's been in, he's been in everything. He's been in Rosemary's Baby, Frankie and Johnny, History of the World, Ghost, uh, just hundreds of credits. Yeah, you're absolutely right, JP. <laughs> he was great. He was a scene stealer. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Phoebe has to exercise this spirit, and she finally does when she sees two women get married, and now she's seen everything. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's a, everything. It's, it's a very Mel Brooksian line. It, sure. it, 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 it was it was well executed. I, I didn't like the storyline. I didn't like the stereotype that that was being played upon again and again and again. But it was mostly harmless. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's a little bit wild. <laughs> like, it's, you couldn't do it today. Like, I mean, I think you probably could do it today. I mean, so? you couldn't do it today because I don't think there's anything that's. Uh, that's like goofy like that today. OK, like modern sure. sitcoms don't. I don't think they that's have a, anything that silly. Right. That's a really good point. I, no, we, 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 this is a level of like, 
like Looney Tunes level, like camp. comedy, like, like sure. it's, it's, it is camp, but it's more than camp. It's like, it, it, it's, it's, it's that roots in vaudeville where like, you're going to get smacked in the ass with a paddle that sounds loud, but it's actually three paddles that slap together. And like the yeah. audience is going to hear a loud smack and be like, that's hilarious. He I got, that he bit. got smacked in the tuchus. More people need to say tuchus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's, let's, okay. So we got our Phoebe storyline. Uh, um, now what's going on with Joey? Joey's on TV. Joey is on TV. That, that Joey on TV moment, that's, a, that's something that I'm like familiar with. The smell like the fart moment? No, not the smell the fart, but like <laughs> your friend getting on like a big TV show. Sure. And going and to like, watch it with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, Wit, did you, Wit was on uh, was say, did you guys do Walking this Dead. Wit when he was on HBO? No, I mean, on HBO for sure, because Wit and Clay, they directed that together. It was like a big... Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, that's like, that's like, we had like a party at like a, we had like a premiere party for that. That's cool. At a bar in LA. Did you say Wit was on Walking Dead? Yeah, Wit was on an episode of Walking Dead, and we all like got together, and it was like a cool big moment. Was he a zombie? (laughs) No, he was like a character... He is like a character who died in the one episode he was in, but okay. that's he got his awesome. head like cut off. Okay, we need to figure. We need to figure out what episode that is so I can go back. Oh and watch shit, that's get, him. Get beheaded. Yeah, he looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> no, 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 Rod. I got. I got to ask you: Are you aware that one of the two hosts of this show was in a feature film? Oh no! I was a child actor, Rod. Oh, he was really? A child actor, Rod. He was a child actor. What was and the he feature? Robbed us, he robbed us of the moment of watching one small hero together with his friends. He did it when he was young before he could still do it. <laughs> yeah. The movie's called One Small Hero. It was on HBO when I was a kid. Oh, my God. Uh, I was also okay, in a. This is Hollywood royalty you're talking to. Not at all. I was also in a <laughs> uh, television show. That um, had a fifteen-minute late edition. Yeah, I was in early edition. Yes, JP. early edition. Whatever the fuck I it's called. Early <laughs> the one, the one with with uh, uh, Coach Taylor. Yes, and uh, the the Zoom Zoom Mazda kid was in the same show. I hung out with him for a few oh days. Oh my god! Wow, him. that was before he was the Zoom Zoom kid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can only assume um, you mean Zach Braff or Elizabeth Banks. Absolutely, JP. One hundred percent. Well, you guys are not Scrubs fans, huh? Um, the the coolest thing that I was in that I like to talk about was I was in a 15-minute segment of some sort of kid show on UTPN that was a uh <laughs> it was a children's version of Seinfeld that they put out like right around the time that the last episode of Seinfeld was happening. Oh wow. I got to play Jerry Seinfeld. And it was about like him in <laughs> like second Jerry. grade. Yeah, baby Jerry Seinfeld. And it was actually like a legit good parody. I watched it a couple of years ago and all of the Seinfeld characters are in it, but like as children, there's like a Is child it? Newman. Oh, wow. It's not on the internet anywhere. I can't find it. Anywhere. I only have a VHS tape of it. Oh, we got to find the, should, we got to find the, movie, the, the television studio that aired it. I bet we can get a copy. Yeah. <laughs> it was on okay, UPN. What, what we said, it was on UPN. <laughs> UPN, which doesn't even exist. In the so like maybe broadcast that they had it in syndication. 
Maybe it was a pilot. Like it, it only showed on TV like once. It was a pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like, like a they thought they were gonna make more of them. Seinfeld babies. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand what you mean. It was like a sketch uh-huh. in like a larger kid show where like one oh. segment like kids pranked adults and then like there was like right. I think a kid say the darndest thing type segment. Right, right, right. Okay, this makes more sense. Baby Seinfeld. <laughs> Right. This all makes way more sense now. Like the idea of making a kid sketch show for something like UPN, which was like the whatever, like fifth uh, over the air network or whatever. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Very popular. It was. It was still UPN when Buffy was airing on it. Yeah, I could. But, I could okay. see that. We got. We got. We got very sidetracked here, though. Right, I'm talking though. about Baby Seinfeld so you, every episode, Jake. No, <laughs> not at all. I want Baby Seinfeld in every fucking episode, man. This is like, gonna be the Baby I'm Seinfeld really, podcast. Mm-hmm. Nate, didn't you post pictures of you? I have pictures kids? of it. I'll post. Yeah, them I was gonna say. I feel yeah. like I feel like I've seen them. So, Rod, but you, you, you. Okay, so we're talking about Joey, and you were saying like you know that moment where your buddy's on TV, and they were really cute. They were celebrating. They were like having him recite the line. Yeah, it's very fun. It's like a it's an exciting moment when somebody gets on TV, especially like a big spot like that. Sure. Damn it, Braberman, uh, it's right on the chart. <laughs> and uh it's I I I actually really like that. I thought that was very nice. Yeah. One of the one of the nicest moments of this episode. I really agree. He his friends are just incredibly supportive of him and not in a condescending way. Like they just are really excited for whatever successes are coming his way. I really, I like that. Uh, Did you see how Rachel like rushed in JP? Like, did I miss it? Did I miss it? Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) That becomes a runner because he's on days of our lives, the soap opera that becomes a very funny runner where she's like, genuinely into the show. She doesn't just watch it for Joey. (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) Okay. That's good. That's a good bit. That's a good bit. All right, so so Joey, and how does I mean does does is there any real conflict or resolution in in Joey's story? I don't think there is. I think he's just on a show and it's nice, and then he complains yeah, about kind of the background lesbians lesbians at the wedding, and then yeah, he makes I, pigs and blankets. He makes the pigs oh, and blankets. That's right. Okay, that's a he's good very happy with it. Yeah, yeah. But let's talk <laughs> about the Monica storyline. So Monica. Uh, has suddenly been uh, called up to the pros to cater Susan and Carol's wedding. Um, She's out of work, right? She's currently out of work and and has recently broken up with her boyfriend, uh, Fun Bobby. Fun Bobby. Fun Bobby was in the last episode, right? So this is a big opportunity for her. Um, Have you guys ever tried to cater a wedding from a very tiny uh, one, a a very small kitchen in Manhattan? Nope. I've never tried. I've honestly, I've never tried to cater a wedding. Yeah. seems like a lot of work. I feel like you're the weird one on this. (laughs) Honestly, seems like too much work. I don't think I could do it. I mean, I've had a lot of friends who've worked at catering companies. And uh, it's actually more than about, it's more than four people, uh, three of which are your friends. Yeah, it seems like a lot <laughs> for even four people. Jamie. It's, 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 also, it's also like, okay, so she's making pigs in a blanket and melon balls. This is my fucking wedding, dude. <laughs> like, put a little fucking effort into it. Her big idea was chicken breast? I don't know. She's not going to put nipples on it. 
I mean, You're right. All the food sucks. So are, like, but like our legs and thighs, are those any less sexual than chicken breast? Yeah, that's like, true. I, I mean, we can, <laughs> Rod, you make a good point. I would say that, that, that chicken is the sexiest. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, I don't even know. There. I don't know if that's what I was trying to say, but I just am like. No, I agree with you a whole Yeah, we like, agree with you, Rod. Chicken is so sexy. Rod, you will get full credit for how sexy chicken is compared to all the other proteins. I see a big yeah. hunk of raw chicken. I'm like, mm. Mm. Oh, it's looking mm. good. Oh, my God. Is mm. that a breast? Oh, my oh, God. That's looking that good. Oh, look at that thigh. Ooh, the chicken. Those chicken legs, they go for... <laughs> they go for days. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone walks in with a pork butt and my eyes shoot out of my head. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh man! And then somebody's just like, "Oh, I'm making this hanger steak," and I'm like, "Oh, ooga!" And my dicky flaps up. Guys, it's the fake. It's a fake shirt front. That's what a dicky oh, is. Oh, that's on. what a dicky is. Okay. I thought you meant your wiener, dude. I thought you were being nasty. Oh God! <laughs> like, like it's a retractable cord on a vacuum cleaner. Like it just like suddenly like rolls itself up. That would be yeah. terrible. <laughs> Although it would be convenient. I can wear so many yoga pants. <laughs> so the there's also this is another storyline where we get really no conclusion whatsoever she makes the food and then they have the wedding yeah she just succeeds at it <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the end no I, I really i wish that they had just done like a couple of shots of every guest at the wedding filling out like a, a card about how mm-hmm. well she did like that would have really you know that could have really fleshed out the story to me, it seems like uh, this is like another comparison to like maybe a modern sitcom. In a modern sitcom, the wedding, getting gearing up to this wedding would be more than just kind of one one episode. Where it's, I guess, it probably yeah. has happened before, but like every every other character gearing up to it, like especially if you had to have somebody work at it, <laughs> we see it's, that um, come come to fruition in later seasons where. Monica and Chandler's wedding is like a is like a big like multi episode event. Yeah, yeah. Same with Phoebe's wedding. And there is there's something. I mean, in 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 the universe of sitcoms, we kind of buy into this idea that this is the most recent week in their lives. Like 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 it's not like this was months before or or this is right now, but it's only a week. And like seriously, when Claire and I finally get married, y'all are going to know at least two weeks before. Okay? <laughs> I promise you. You have to send those out like a year in advance. Cause like the it, first, it, because Ross is like sh- surprised by it. Right. Yeah. Right. Very much He's like so. surprised. And then they're like, well, you're going to get married tomorrow. Like right. what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Fucking Monica's got like a, like, Oh my God, I've only got, 18 hours to cater this wedding. Like, Jesus Christ, dude, I hope you're getting hazard pay for this. Uh, yeah, you got to be getting paid a lot. That's pretty wild. <laughs> and JP, we don't have to talk about this right now, but I am going to be your best man. You don't have a say in the matter. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I, you're going to have to share it with Gunter, but... That's fine. I'm down with well, that. Well, yeah. you might have to fight Gunter, so... <laughs> He's a lover, I can, not take, a I can take Gunter, no problem. Don't you dude. dare. Don't you dare. I'm worried about can. Gunter. I've seen him at the dog park. You cannot Rear take Rear naked him. choke, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, 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 so we're really... I'm sorry, uh, when it, we're, I won't choke your talk. I'm just kidding. I really, <laughs> Nate, I, you, you and I would not be doing a podcast anymore if you took my dog. <laughs> 
that's that's the line there that's i will go very far but that's the line do not choke my dog that's fair Bernard, how you doing Okay, let's talk about Chandler. What is going on with Chandler in this episode? What is going on with Chandler? That is the correct answer. Nothing. There is no storyline for Chandler. There is. I have nothing in here about anybody named Chandler. uh, At the very end, at the at the wedding, he just has like he he doesn't. He tries to hit on a I guess a lesbian and. He did, he tries now, it twice. I don't know. Twice. Now, let, me, let me let me let me let me ask you guys very sincerely. Best pickup line ever. Penis schminus. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> she couldn't uh, even give him a laugh for that. Come on. I mean, I pre- I feel pretty awkward if someone said that to me. I'd probably I just walk too. away. I, I felt I felt really bad for her. <laughs> Chandler did, did pretty bad. I did I did like the first time though when he was like, so it's probably no use in even using the line. Like, I could, yeah, exactly, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that poor, that poor actress who <laughs> is in the role and doesn't even get to respond with words. They were like, "We're not paying her for that." She just, mm. she's just gonna make a, an uncomfortable face and walk off. That if, actress was fantastic. She was she, resige. she probably think she does. gets resige. Yeah, that's a featured extra, baby. She did a, she did a gesture. <laughs> rolled her eyes towards the camera. That's as good as a line. I don't know the rules, you Hollywood folks. I'm just curious. I because like these these play on TV like even now, right? Like this is like something three that four times a day just plays yep. constantly on like TBS or whatever. In the same way like Seinfeld does, and these people are still making a lot of money from yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> God, I just want that. I want that thing where you make money and and don't have to do anything. You already did something, and then you just make money from it for the rest of your life. That's and uh, when you did ideal. it, you got paid a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and oh it's never gonna happen again. It's never oh. gonna happen again. Not not like the way that Friends happened, at least. No, like, it'll happen in a, a different way. But no, I that's mean, an interesting point, though. TV shows they don't make they don't make twenty four episode seasons right. anymore. Right. This is like a huge television season. And at the end of it, they were getting paid like a million dollars an episode, right? Yeah, Each one episode, of them. Yep. Insane. Ugh, just and that's yeah. why there will never be a reboot of Friends, JP. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need it. Yeah. Maybe they'll just do it altruistically. Schwimmer's got those Japanese ad money or whatever, wherever he does ads. Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's England. Don't forget. Carly England. told us that. Carly told the us that. cell phone They're commercials Over in there England. in London, England. Yeah, apparently got- Schwimmer's like a big fucking deal advertisement-wise in, in the UK. Yeah, I guess he's the most popular friend in the UK. That would make sense, it- yeah. <laughs> he dated, he really dated a British woman. Oh, okay. That's probably what it is. Yeah. <laughs> He married I mean, a British woman. She went and back like, and told everybody he's cool. He's like a semi-successful director, right? I think, yes, yes, he directs things, yeah. He, he does more he stuff also, in Hollywood now. He continues to have an active, like, he has that money so he can choose what roles he wants to do. So he chooses cool projects when he, he still works rarely, lot, yeah. yeah. I, fuck, he's so talented, man. I, yeah. I, I feel like we got... I feel like all that money robbed us of like Schwimmer having to go out and do like a movie where he was struggling and desperate for an actor. I'm sorry, an actor, an Oscar. 
I mean, as somebody who doesn't love Friends, it's like truly insane how uh, talented and charming all these people are. Yes. (laughs) And we talk about about Ross being insanely talented specifically, just because of how... Ross is a piece of shit. David Schwimmer is an amazing actor. Just because of how terrible the role of Ross is, and he still comes out of it like pretty likable and and does an incredible job being like so neurotic as Ross. It's, it's great. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, who's even heard of Ted Mosby fucking five years later? Yeah. Right. Ted David B. How, how how I'm not your mother. (laughs) I have like huge sitcom blind spots, guys. I, yeah, I'm not like a huge sitcom guy. I don't know. It never really, I mean, you know, I, I guess I like the Drew Carey show as a kid. That's a great I did sitcom. Love, I loved Drew Carey as a kid. <laughs> but like, That's, I don't know. The David Schwimmer IMDb page is updated with the Friends reunion teaser trailer at the top. Oh, my no, God. Thank you. No, I do want to see the teaser trailer. I'll watch it later. Watch it later. <laughs> it's, it's literally just them walking with their backs to camera and a title card. It's not, it's not even, it's not no, even I them. Just, I got to see that. It's Snaro. <laughs> I absolutely got to see that. That sounds good. All right. So, All so the let's, body let's, doubles let's... from season seven got the call. <laughs> <We need laughs> All right. So let's, let's, let's dig into the, the two major storylines here. And we'll, we'll, next we'll go with Rachel. Rachel's mom uh, comes to visit and she's actually to Rachel's surprise, supportive, happy to see her daughter happy. Um, and then drops this bomb where she's thinking about leaving her Rachel's dad, her husband. She says the same two things that I say anytime I walk into her room. What's new with sex? And does anybody have any marijuana? <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I not only not only is it funny in the show, but also that is true about Nate. I, I can tell mm-hmm. you. What's, what's new about sex is pretty What's I new mean, with sex? <laughs> it was it was So I so I, I this is kind of embarrassing, but I watched I accidentally watched season one, episode 11. Also, I, I messed up. I thought that was season two. Which mm-hmm. one is it? Uh, it's with uh, Ch- Chandler's mom. Okay. It's the yeah. episode with Chandler's mom. And Morgan Fairchild. All the friends have hot moms. Morgan yes. Fairchild. All the friends do have no, hot Joey's moms. Joey's mom is not hot. Joey's mom is Joey's not mom hot. Joey's mom is not hot. <laughs> I, think, I think Joey's mom is hot. You but. are a liar. Oh, <laughs> Chris, like this is where you put the uh, the 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 um, that's more music in. Yeah, this is an Italian thing. Joey's got a hot Italian mom. <laughs> I, I will say, I will say, Chandler's dad is hot. Chandler's oh, dad yeah. is hot, and Monica and Ross's dad, Smoke Show, Elliot so, Gould, Elliot Gould, baby. Chandler's Chandler's dad is played by a woman, Kathleen Turner. Okay, yes, who is in fact a Smoke Show. I'm trying to remember if they ever show him not being Kathleen Turner. I don't think so. Based on what I've read about it, I don't think so either. But I'm I think they show the his we'll arms. See. Never mind. <laughs> it's got really weird. Okay, I, I so, was so, now, did you guys recognize the actress playing Rachel's mom? Yeah. No. I did not. I. 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 And I. I have a. I. I really am good about like faces and actor names and it, it, to a weird degree, but um, she was before my time. She was apparently very famous of her in a sitcom in the Yeah, Marlo Thomas. Marlo Thomas. <laughs> um, 
this would be a, this would have been considered like a cameo, I think. Like, it, it was. And, and I think yeah. I think the 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 audience who would have been in their 20s and 30s would have popped about sure. it because they would have that familiarity. Um, uh, I was not one of those people. I, I really didn't recognize her. Very beautiful woman. Um, and she plays the character so well. This very is funny. Like this is this is very much both like where Rachel comes from and also where Rachel would have been heading, which mm-hmm. is the which is the storyline here. She she's proud of Rachel for walking away from Barry. Yeah, that that's a, that's a nice sweet little moment when Rachel and her mom relate over, you know, possibly being forced to marry the wrong guy because of social status and stuff. Now, now Rod, you do, you didn't have kind of the background of Rachel and what happened with her. Um, you also apparently were not aware of this actress and weren't in love with her. So shame on you. Um, but what, I mean, what were your thoughts on this storyline? I mean, I thought this, I thought this was great. And it's also, uh, I, at first I thought it was like the mom was thinking of moving in with Rachel. That's like what, that's what that my mind went to. Sitcom trope, yep. And then this is the thing that did honestly happen to us. Um, when we lived in like a big, like kind of flop house, me with clay and bud, uh, clay's parents moved in with us for about two months. What? <laughs> okay. What? Hold on. What? So I was like, oh, okay, this is, I mean, this is like a funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. He's so... going to move in. Like, what happened to me? <laughs> I was like, oh, this Brad, is funny. Because this no, is. You don't, you don't had... get the. Yes, yeah, so. I'm sorry. Clay's parents moved in with you for two months. Yeah, they moved in with us for two months. Um, they, of course, they lived in Alabama, and uh, something happened with his dad's business, and they decided to move to LA and like try wow. and get into the weed business, okay. selling like Thanks. these like credit card machines. Big business. It's I was like no, something no, no, like no, weird. No, no, no. Form, former DEA here. I can tell you early on, uh, banks were not accepting money from yeah. even legal uh, marijuana businesses, and so that people had to come up with creative ways to kind of sort of money launder in order to nope. keep their legitimate business open. So this salt tracks. Yeah. So this. So he was like Except trying to get into that. His parents live with you for two months. This is insane. <laughs> and the way the place to move to was L.A., so they moved in and they. <laughs> And they lived with us and are like, and we lived in like a big house up in the hills, but there was like 10 of us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, 12 of us with Clay's parents. Yep. (laughs) Story just keeps making more and more sense. (laughs) And they like, I, his dad just would like drive around the city all day, going to dispensaries, trying to like, and he's like a big, like Southern man. <laughs> so he's like going to these dispensaries and he's like trying to convince them to get this credit card machine, like whatever. Cause he, he's like, yeah, they don't want those ATMs in there. They don't, they want, <laughs> we got to get it. We got to try and sell them on these credit card machines. And now he's a billionaire, right? <laughs> well, no, not exactly. <laughs> Okay, but he had that millionaire mindset. Okay, he yeah, was he, he was hustling. He Somewhere absolutely Howard, had a Howard's millionaire freaking up. And to be honest, before that, um, one time 
we all went to Las Vegas and for some reason Clay's parents were there. <laughs> and it's because his dad was his dad was traveling the country trying to sell <laughs> dick pills like to gas yes, like gas bro. station dick pills. <laughs> we talked about this we talked about this at length with Howard or with uh, Franklin when he was on the episode the the gas station dick pills. Yeah. That's it. It's a so, racket, man. There's good. So he would like go around. He's like, I got these dick pills. Would you want to buy a, a fucking case of them for a hundred dollars or whatever? Let me show you how they work, and then <laughs> he would take one and he'd be like, give me, give me thirty minutes, and I will show you. Got I don't know how it works. Rhino but... on it. I've got the ones with the picture of a ninja sword on it. You decide. I like the tiger ones. The tiger ones are my favorite. But yeah, so he, I mean, his dad would get into all kinds of uh, mischief and stuff, and. Now that's a now, sitcom. No, 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 no. Do you mean? Do you mean like in his business, or do you mean while you guys were roommates <laughs> and you guys were like, like his wife would be like, "I'm going to bed," and he's like, "Motherfuckers, let's do some coke and play some fucking wave rider on the." I don't the know that 64. he was doing coke. There were people in the house doing coke, but I don't think he was one of them. Uh, he, I think one time, famously, like one of my roommates was hanging out with him, and like. Gave, he he gave my roommate like a like an edible like a chocolate bar edible, and my friend ate like half of it <laughs> before he was like, "You can only eat a quart. You can only yeah, <laughs> you eat a fucking square, dude. This is square." And he got so he just just was so oh high. my god, maybe like a full day. <laughs> this is amazing. How did it resolve? I like. Did you guys end up having like a? Like, I think we had to have a house survivors. Yeah, we had to like <laughs> we had to be like Clay. Your your parents have to move out, and <laughs> and this was like, <laughs> and then I think we all moved out pretty pretty shortly afterwards because we were like we don't we can't live with this many people. End of an era. End of an era. I we really, can't live I with Clay's parents. We're not living I, with anybody at all. I can't remember how Clay's parents moved out, but they did. <laughs> I, it was truly just a Never wild. <laughs> and also, I just like, I was so mad all the time because I. So, me and Clay, <laughs> this is another thing. So, the house <laughs> was like a big house, right? So, the house is like set up. So, there's like a, there's like a, a room that has like a study in the back of it. So it's like two, two rooms, but mm. there's like one door that enters you it. You got to go through a room to get. So to you the have to go room. through a room. So me and clay had a thing where I had the front room. So clay was like behind me and that's fine. Cause clay like whatever. But then when clay's parents moved into that back room and clay basically moved in with his girlfriend <laughs> And it's like, this is truly a fucking nightmare, and I can't be oh more mad. God. <laughs> right. So I lived like, in a what? very similar situation as you. Like, <laughs> 10 people, somebody had to go through my room to get to the bathroom. It's like not yeah. bad when it's like you're like one when of your, your best yeah. friends. Right. It's fine. And you're like, yeah, but it's like when it's your when it's one of your best friend's parents and yeah. dad's leaving the room because they just knocked boots and he's got a hose down. <laughs> And you're like curled up, like oh god, I didn't need to listen to that, and now you're here. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't think they were knocking boots, but <laughs> probably sometimes, though, right? I don't know. Maybe they did. But... <laughs> and so this is why 
you thought it was reasonable that Rachel's mom was going to move in with them. Right. Rachel's yeah. mom was going to move in. I was like, okay. Into the study, into the study in the back of Rachel's room. <laughs> they got oh, wait, a pretty I'm big sorry. New York apartment. Into the study in the back of Monica's room. That, yeah. That's really the more appropriate. You know, like, JP, there's a there's a door back by the bathroom in the back of the apartment that we don't see what's behind it till like the last season. I was going to say, I can't. I have no idea what's back there. Okay, so Rachel's mom doesn't move in. I, I will say, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I'm still catching my breath here, Rod. You, you really you really slayed me on this one. <laughs> like everything you described, Rod, was exactly the same thing as when I lived with 10 people in a giant house, but nobody's parents ever moved. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Rachel's mom doesn't move in, but wait, I, I will say, I, like, it's 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 a funny storyline and she still continues to be funny about it at the wedding. But that moment where she's like, I mean, this was the thing. It's part of growing up is when you 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 need to stop seeing your parents as your parents and you start you need to start seeing them as adult human beings. And you're an adult human being. And it's 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 a different dynamic. And Blood I people. did think that. I thought it was really well done. I, I really yeah. did. I thought I thought the you know, you you left your berry. I stayed with mine. And that's fantastic line. I mean, that's a, that's a, it's, it's a really, really powerful moment in, in an episode that has faltered at a lot, in a lot of ways. (laughs) (laughs) So let's, let's get to it. We have the Ross storyline and his ex-wife is getting married. Um, I don't know that we have to, I mean, we've talked a lot about the wedding, what a mess it is. And, and, Ross is so adamant that he's not going to participate. He's not going to be a part of it. And, um, and then, and then Susan, Carol, Carol, Susan, Susan, Carol, Carol. It's Carol, right? It's Carol. Well, what, Carol. Finish your sentence. What are you trying to say? <laughs> and then his ex-wife comes Carol's to the Carol? house. Carol. Yes, it's Carol. And, 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 and she's, and, and it's, it's, and, and I will say like, like this was an important thing because she comes in and she's acting like everything's okay. But Ross, because of the nature of their relationship, which hasn't changed, they are two people who intimately know each other and do love each other. And he immediately picks up that something's wrong and asks her what's up. Her parents are not going to come to the wedding because Susan's parents. I think it's Carol's Ross's parents are going to come. Okay, yeah. Wife's parents are not going to come yeah. to the wedding because because ross calls them out by their first names sure sure um, right 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 and you get this wonderful scene where he's his own pride was stopping him from going to the wedding but when it came to helping someone that he loved his pride went right out the window and he's like basically fuck them and if if my parents had said to me, we won't come to your wedding if you're marrying her, I would have told them fucking pound sand. I, nothing was going to stop me from marrying you. And like, yeah. it, I think it's actually a really good and, and, and powerful moment for the character who makes a lot of really bad, selfish decisions. Yeah, and we'll get into the wedding, but what did you guys think about it? Because I, I, I thought it was probably my favorite scene of the episode. Rod, go ahead. Oh, I mean, I think, I, I mean, it is, <laughs> it's, it's weird for me because I don't really know anything about their relationship. I don't know if it's like a, but it is, I mean, it is interesting that it's like, Sus- I, I don't really uh, Carol, know what to say. Carol leaving him messed him up. Right. A lot. Um, like, that's kind of like what the first season is about. and like. And, 
and I, and I would add only that he, in, in very much from the writer's perspective, feels incredibly emasculated by it. Uh-huh. Yes, there, there's a feeling that I'm not a good enough man because my wife left me for a woman. Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess it, it 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 is like such a interesting scene, and it's it's done as well as you could possibly do it on a show like Friends, where you are still. <laughs> Yeah. Always kind of playing for laughter and you're always yeah. uh, it's it is like interesting to try and do something like that in in a show like this. They, Especially they like you it. think about it being so early on in the in this show's lifetime. Yeah. Very true. Very they true. Infuse, and they infuse the special moment, the the moment between Ross and, and Carol with a little bit of comedy from Monica wondering if she needs to stop cooking. Okay, and that was I did, soon, I did I did I did belly yes, laugh when go, she go, says, go, "Am go. I still going to get paid?" That yeah, was yeah. I, 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 I actually laughed out loud at that one. That was good, and I also was like, "Yeah, she's put so many hours into this, guys." <laughs> <laughs> but it is like, a great scene, JP. That and the the scene with her mom is they're, they're nice. They're nice little emotional moments in a silly sitcom. Yeah, it's it's it's. I think this is where we're seeing it's not even like the growth anymore. This is where the show is finally starting to show what it is. And, and again, this is not a love letter to friends. I think we have been so critical of this show. <laughs> we, we do find things we love, but like that we're so critical of this show. But I think that the reason that friends uh, uh, <laughs> resonates over the years is because they did in, they did infuse episodes with actual emotional moments and the, the actors were able to carry it off. And you don't see, you see it with, you primarily see it with, with uh, David Schwimmer and with Jennifer Aniston, who I think are two of the only actors in the show who can carry off an emotional moment, but they did it as, as, as Rod, Rod, I completely agree with you. Like for it's friends, it's, it's this show. So like, yeah. it's not like it's gonna, you know, this isn't going to win the Oscar. Um, but it, it was, it was, it was a powerful moment for what this show was. And I also think it's definitive of why the show captured people. I think uh-huh. this is a really big moment for what it was. It was different than just your straight up like, like right? Because there's eighties sitcoms. Like there's like so many shows, bullshit. so many shows that have like the same amount of jokes and the similar kind of style, and like, but like this is like about these people who are stars and how they can carry these emotional moments and like kind of capture you in a different way. Oh, for sure. Just wait till Phoebe gets emotional when she has her babies or her brother's babies. <laughs> oh man, when Phoebe's when Phoebe is uh, not willing to let go of the pug puppy is one of my favorite <laughs> moments of the show of all time. That's a great. Episode. So 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 I you know I want to I want to close it out on 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 this. Um, so I, I want to ask you guys what you thought, but I do want to start because you may have very different opinions. So just like think about what you thought about the representation of a lesbian wedding, and I'm going to start with they could have played it for a lot of bigger jokes. They could have done hammier shit. And I actually, they were so, they downplayed everything and just presented a lovely wedding between two people. They didn't show them kiss. And that was, it's very, it's, they wouldn't even show them kiss in the photos they were taking after they were married. Absolutely. But the thing that, that really resonated for me was the, the, the woman who was uh, uh, overseeing the wedding uh, said, you know, we come together and, and we always, we celebrate two people and, and their love, no matter who they are. And it was just yeah. like a very, very big, like 
trying as hard as they could in 1996 to be as LGBT plus uh, uh, positive mm-hmm. as was allowed on network television. And just that small segment of the show, I think they did something really good. But let's hear what you guys think about it. Hate I'll go first. There is, there is the one part where the woman uh, dressed as Pee Wee Herman hits on Phoebe. That's a little overstated. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, they made very clear that that was definitely a butch lesbian that was hitting on people. Like they, 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 they were the very one part. Like, That's the one part. But other than that, you're right. It is, it is very, it was just a nice looking wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I loved their fucking outfits, by the way. Yeah. They looked nice too. Yeah. Fucking their Big hat hats. game was, their hat <laughs> game was on point. They had like British royalty hats on. Yeah. It was, it, it was yes, cool. Yes. Uh, Rod, uh, you, he, this is not like, you're not invested in these characters the way that Nate and I definitely are. <laughs> what, what, what did it. you, what did you think about the, the presentation of, of a lesbian wedding in this show in 1996? I mean, it's interesting. I read that this was, I, I looked online. So I guess this was like the second show to have a lesbian wedding in 1996. I guess Roseanne, what? yeah, Roseanne oh. had a lesbian wedding also. I forgot. That was a big deal. In the same year. Happened. I forgot about that. Yep. And, uh, and it is, I mean, I guess it, I mean, I don't remember 1996 <laughs> all that well, but it, it does seem like it seems fairly progressive as far as a lesbian wedding would be. And like, there's like not hack jokes and you don't, I mean, there's a few, there are some hack jokes. I mean, let's, let's not forget the, and now I've seen everything. Yeah, I mean, that, I, but it could have it could have been bad if you. If, <laughs> Listen to this. I'm reading the trivia. I was trying to find that thing, but I, I'm seeing something here that I didn't see the first time I read through this. Shortly before the episode aired, NBC hired 200 part-time operators to take what they expected to be a flood of phone complaints for portraying a lesbian wedding. And they received 11 calls. Fucking awesome. That sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. It seems like a thing that like, you're like, Oh, they're going to, people are going to make a big stink about this. And then right. it's like, ah, people who like friends, like, they like built a phone going to. <laughs> like filled it with people. Okay, yeah. that's, I, honestly, that's really fucking cool. I, I, yeah, I, I like that, I like that that's how part. people reacted to it. Mm-hmm. Friends is the first show to talk about condoms openly, too, Rod. Oh, wow. We haven't discussed this. That's insane. about it. There's an episode. In 1990. In the 90s. I I think it's in the. uh, Yeah. No. It's like 97 or 98. Um, There's an episode where Rachel and Monica both have. Ross is over with Rachel and Richard is over with Monica and they only have one condom left. And that's like the storyline for the show. I mean, is who gets the condom. That's kind of funny. It's funny, but but they also <laughs> had to like fight to be able to do that. To like, no, Rod, 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 can I, Rod, can I ask you? Did you ever get into that situation when you were living with Clay's parents? Uh, yeah, me One and uh, me and Clay's dad. We, that happened to us all the time. <laughs> Clay's dad doesn't use condoms, JP. We know that. Um, me and uh, well, he should the filthy sailor. <laughs> They travel port to port. Stop quoting Austin Powers on my. <laughs> 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 um, I, 
Um, all right. So, so I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to wind this up, Rod. Uh, we do this every episode, which I know that, you know, because you listen religiously, Rod, who was your best friend of the episode? My best friend of the episode. Um, and let me, let me tell you, before, I think I'm going to give it to Joey. Ooh. Is that okay? I'm going to give yeah. it to Joey. I think. Okay. Okay. Tell it. Uh, I, I mean, I just, the, the whole, like, uh, getting on a TV show is something that is like, I, that I've seen before and I, I do like it and I like how everyone was so supportive of him. And, uh, I don't, I don't know. I just like, I like that. He's the idiot character. I just am a big fan of an idiot. (laughs) He's so lovable. And, and as we move into this, move through the seasons more and more harmless. Yeah. First season, he was a little more gross and misogynistic, but no, Rob, that's a good pick. Nate, who's your best friend of the episode? I do just want to say that in the very next episode, Joey dates a woman that thinks he is Dr. Drake Ramore from the television show Days of Our Lives and clearly has and like a is. mental problem. <laughs> and, and Joey is, is canceled, JP. Don't say anything. Nice okay, about don't. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. No spoilers for the next episode. My favorite. Nate, who was your best friend of the episode? No. My best. Nate, Nate my who number was your one. best friend of the God damn it, get the phrase right. <laughs> My best friend of the episode was uh Mr. Edelman, the old guy. Wow. Oh, you could pick not a friend? Wow. I thought you had to pick a friend. I was I trying to tell you, but you kept I didn't want to interrupt you. No, no, no. Oh my I, god. Rod, do you want up. you wanna you wanna go back? It can it can even be a concept. I think I think uh someone someone picked like uh Mocklet, I think that might have happened. Like like really you could pick anything. If you want to go back, you can revise. Oh well, I think I gotta pick. I think I gotta pick the mom. Good. I think I think Rachel's mom is the best friend. (laughs) Okay, she's the best friend of the episode. All right, and then uh, JP, who was your best friend of the episode? God, it's tough. It's tough because you stole my fucking answer. No, I. It's the risk of going last, baby. I honestly. This is insane. I got to go with Monica. I, I, I loved, I, I thought she was so funny. I am that everything by a schedule and everything by a checklist person. And I fell for her. She had this big job to do and no one was helping me. No one was helping. <laughs> well, to be fair, she yelled at everyone and they That's stopped That's how you helping. get people to help you. <laughs> okay, wait. I, there's also one more moment I liked with Joey. And that's when he was making the pigs in the blanket. <laughs> and then so he, when he when later when he asked somebody about it, uh, that's I mean that that gets was, a pop from me. That's good it stuff. Was Susan, I rolled it was those Susan's dad, who is apparently a high ranking official in the fucking yeah. navy. He He's also like didn't get a line. line for that. <laughs> like, yeah, just, yeah. They were like, okay, take a bite of this, and then when he talks to you, nod your head and take another bite. And he was like, I'm gonna fucking do that so enthusiastically. <laughs> yeah, I'm a navy guy. <laughs> <laughs> the pigs are reluctant to get in the blankets rod i i really want to thank you for coming on it is so nice to finally talk to you in person i hope we will do more of this in the future thank you um, rod do you have anything you want to plug uh i mean i guess listen if you listen to my podcast the american arts and culture review and check out check out my twitch stream i play video games i eat food i scratch lotto tickets i really do it all baby <laughs> Hell yeah. She really does. And, and <laughs> Rod, I, one of my favorite things about you is you walk that fine line between 
being incredibly funny and just being one of the sweetest people. It's just so nice to interact with you oh, both now, but also on. online. You're just a big sweetheart. Come it's on. wonderful. And he's so fucking funny. People, you need to listen to his podcast, American Arts and Culture Review. It is some of the most absurd shit you will ever hear. And when they pick on something that you've actually watched, um, yeah, sit down and get ready for the ride of your life. It's fucking insane. They're not going to talk about it very much, but they're going to make some salient points. And then Clay's going to do some loud voices and it's really funny. That's a good, that's a good description of it. That sums it up. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. (laughs) All right, JP. Good episode, buddy. Hey, Nate. Good episode. I love you. You're my best friend. I love doing this podcast with you. And, um, Hey, everybody out there. Smooches. I love you, buddy. I didn't get I didn't get super drunk this episode, but I'm a little drunk. Yeah, I'm so sorry. You should have gotten two full bottles of wine. <laughs> All right, there we go. Stop recording. Shutting it down. Shutting it down. Shut- My son's name is JP Junior. Strong name. Cowboy name. I was looking for a cowboy name. <laughs>